Hello, 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 hello. I gotta start the podcast better. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the podcast. This is One Man, One Tree in a Hill, hosted by yours truly, Jared Waters. And uh, this episode is going to be a little different. As you can tell, we're all growing. You know, we started out with 17 minutes and we got a little more. Now we're going to do what the podcast I told you. It's in-changeable where we review One Tree Hill episodes. Uh, I got into One Tree Hill. My little sister loves it. She has like every DVD, Candace Waters. She has like every single DVD. And I guess the show came out when I was in college. I wasn't really sitting down watching watching series like that. But when we lived in the Netherlands, we would always watch series. And the series that I chose to watch, we had all the DVDs, was Lost. So we're going to review the first pilot episode. That's what we're going to do, the pilot episode. And uh, so far, I'm like 11 minutes in. And I, we're just going to keep updating you. Uh, the first thing I noticed was when I turned it on was the theme song. It's a girl driving, middle-aged woman driving a car. Middle-aged blonde woman driving a car. And I noticed the theme song is just rock music because the theme song that I always heard in the house or hear around is, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. And I do not hear that at all. This song that I uh, Shazam, if you don't know, Shazam is an app that you use to play and you would listen to the song and they would tell you where the song comes from. Shazam, great app if you haven't downloaded it. This song is by Drift by a group called 40 Foot Echo. I guess the theme song changed somewhere throughout the seasons. I don't know. And I'm watching I'm watching Once You're Hill through Hulu. This message is sponsored to you by uh Hulu. We're not sponsored by Hulu yet, but I watch it through Hulu. Uh I'm gonna be honest, I'm not signed up through Hulu. I'm using a friend's password and that friend probably doesn't know I'm using it. But you know what? Hey, that's that's what it is and that's what it was. Okay. So uh, okay, starts there as a blonde, middle-aged blonde woman driving a car, rocking out to this theme song. I don't know where this woman's going. She's speeding. There's a kid dribbling a basketball in a gray hoodie. He's giving me that uh, Marshall Mathers vibe from uh, 8 Mile. And then you hear somebody yell, Nathan! No, you, okay. These are my notes. And in the screenshots, and the camera goes to Whitey Durham Fieldhouse. So somebody named Whitey owns this fieldhouse. I don't know if this is a... About slaves or anything, but uh, oh, they're going to a basketball game. Okay, so we're moving on to a basketball game, and you hear somebody yell Nathan, and I'm guessing Nathan is probably the main character. I've never wa- watched the full season, but I guess Nathan is the main character because his dad walks up to him and goes, "I need twenty shots or less from you." So this old man, the old man saying, "Let the kid warm up." So I guess this is yeah, this is Whitey, the basketball coach, and Whitey. Kind of looks like, to all my One Tree Hill fans, he looks like Humpty Dumpty after the faults. Old, old goose egg head and stuff like that. And, and then uh, throughout the episodes, they keep switching from the guy in the gray hoodie to the guy in the basketball court. So we're going to keep playing some more. So they switch to the guy in the basketball court. And they're playing street ball, kid in the hoodie. And the announcer, the, I don't know who this announcer is, but that is the kid from Boy Meets World. Uh, the little kid who announces Boy Meets World. If you never watched Boy Meets World, great, great, great freaking show. And it's Boy Meets World, Boy Meets World, staring down this road we call life. Boy Meets World is a great show about love and happiness, about good Caucasian love. Corey Matthews and Topanga went to elementary school together, and eventually they blossomed into a couple and got married. What? I don't know if we should review. Uh, freak, maybe we should do that too. All right. So then, 
So then they're they're up by like nine points. They cut back to the regular game. They're up by nine points, and the coach pulls all the kids out, and he's pulling them to a huddle and telling them, like, hey, you got to go hard right now. You guys aren't going hard enough. And then Nathan tells the coach, hey, we're up by nine. Relax, which is highly, highly disrespectful. And then the coach goes, I don't care if we're up by nine or 50. I still need you to go. And he goes, whatever you need to believe, coach. And I was like, what the freak? First of all, Nathan is a, I'm not going to say he's a jerk off. He's probably just a cocky kid, cocky, privileged kid. His dad, clearly his dad does everything for him or his dad's there supporting him at the games and stuff like that. And he told the coach that. And if I was Whitey, I would have put his anus on, on the baseline and had him doing suicides, about 30 of them in front of the whole game. I would have said, take your shoes off. You ain't playing no more, boy. But turns out uh, they're playing, and then they, uh, they, the other team goes for a run, and now they're down by one. Um, then we switch back to the streets again. So we go back to the street ball with this guy, Luke. His name is Luke now. Luke's playing basketball. And the black dude on the court is Worm from Coach Carter. Uh, that's how I know a lot of people by whatever movie they're in. Coach Carter, one of my favorite movies. Worm! And, he, and Coach Samuel Jackson's Coach Carter, and he yells at them on the basketball team because they just got caught at this rich blonde's mansion, and their dad comes home. <laughs> and the, my favorite scene in Coach Carter is like he's on the bus yelling, "Was like ghetto hoop stars, ghetto hoop stars, out here humping honeys. That's what y'all want to do." <laughs> Excuse me. So that's a. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's uh, Coach Carter. So they go back. Uh, they go back. We cut back to the game again. Uh, cheerleader. Oh, turns out that's the middle-aged woman. I guess I don't know why she looks so old in high school. So she walks up to Nathan and she tells them. Uh, she tells him about hey, something. Uh, uh, don't shower tonight, which is nasty because he's played a full game of basketball. So she goes, "Don't shower tonight." And he goes, "All right." Then he touches the ball. Uh, so both of these kids must be related. They must be cousins or something like that because we keep cutting between both of them. Uh, and all of a sudden, they win the game. They get down by one. They throw Nathan back in. Nathan comes in, steals the ball at the end, uh, wins the game. Everyone's excited. And we cut to the scene where Nathan has stolen a bus, a school bus, and all of his boys are on the bus, which is something, you know, it's North Carolina. You know, I probably would have done the same thing. You take a bus, everyone's partying. And he's flying through the bus, and they cut back to Peyton. So she's going to be a main character as well. She's driving, speeding. I guess she's trying to beat up with Nathan. And she's about to hit Luke, the gray-haired basketball boy. So all of a sudden, they both slam on the brakes because a train is coming. And Nathan's, uh, some girl grabs her goes, oh, is Peyton here tonight? And he goes, I don't know. So she starts making out with Nathan as he's driving the car. It's probably some regular high school groupie. You know, I understand. We've all been through it, Nathan. No disrespect, big dog. So he's making out with this girl. All of a sudden, <laughs> a train's come, so they slam on the brakes, slam on the brakes, and the train passes, goes by, and after the train finishes, the cops are waiting. So, yeah, they're definitely got to be in big trouble. And then the girl driving, she hits the brake as well. She almost hit Luke's. Luke looks at her and smirks like that little cute white smirk, just like, yeah, 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 it's me. And, uh... So then we cut back to Nathan. So we're going from Nathan to Luke. So these guys got to be the main character. Something, something's got to be up with them. They got to be related or something. Uh, cops are trying to send a message, and they cut half the team and suspend them. But they keep Nathan and all the pretty much the starters. Uh, pretty much how it is, you know. If you're rich and you're a star in a small town, they gonna make uh, situations for you. Uh, then we cut back 
to Nathan's dad, Dan, and Dan's yelling at the Coach Whitey. He used to play for Whitey. I just found that out. He used to play for Whitey. I didn't Google it. I'm just, you know, watching the show like everyone else. He used to play for Whitey, and he says, "Why are you? What are you gonna say, Whitey? You're not gonna say, defend the team." And Whitey doesn't say anything. He just probably just ignores him. And then, and it cuts back to cuts back to Luke and his squad. And I'm guessing this squad must be like outcasts because they're playing street ball and they're gushing about Peyton, how fine she is. Where that girl fine, bro? He didn't say bro, but he goes, yeah, girl's fine. Everyone's talking about how hot fa- Peyton is. And Luke's, yeah, she almost hit me with a car. Just this outcast vibe. So I guess Nathan's the end crowd and Luke is the outcast crowd. We're going to stick around. The next scene we go to is, excuse me, it is Luke's mother. She works at a coffee shop. Then this a uh, cute little girl Haley pops up and she makes a, a joke about the magazine being stippy. Typical high school humor. So whoever wrote this episode, nice little funny tag. I get that. You know, however many shows this was, it's 2020 still still holds up. Uh, Haley, she talks a lot. So I can tell she likes Luke. She likes the nerdy dude who likes different books and she gives him a book about Julius Caesar. So obviously he's into the Old Testament. So for my predictions thus far, I'm about to play it again, about to finish the episode. So Haley must have a crush on Luke because she's nervous and she's talking about usually what uh, girls do. And not not saying that's very, let me back that up because it's 2020. Girls do not get nervous like that. Usually what people do, people get nervous and start rambling when they're, when they're nervous in front of somebody. And then we cut to Keith Scott walks in. So Keith is Nathan's brother, what I'm learning, and he walks into Whitey's office. And he goes, your younger brother Danny yelled at me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, okay, then we just revealed, oh, snap. That's what I wrote, oh, snap, that Lucas and Nathan are brothers. Is that uh, Nathan's dad doesn't claim Luke. He wasn't married to his mother. He was just out there freaking and geeking in North Carolina. Out there shucking and jiving with them frogs. Out there uh, cow tipping, if you dig what I'm saying. So uh, let's, uh, let's, keep, let's keep watching. Okay, so we cut back. We're back from commercial. We cut back to uh, Luke's uh, uncle, Uncle Keith. Keith and Whitey have uh, stalked uh, Luke. They drove up to the basketball court and the street ball, and they're stalking him. And they said, you should check out my son, Luke. So they, they go down there. And I'm still down with this kid from Boy Meets World. I like this kid. I don't. I know it's the pilot episode. Hopefully they keep using him. But, you know, I like him. His voice is cool, everything else. Um, so Keith and Whitey, uh, they're doing a stakeout. And pretty much Keith says to Luke, that said, excuse me, that Keith says to Whitey that Luke needs motivation. So Whitey asked uh, about Keith and Karen. So I'm guessing Keith used to be or wanted to be of Karen, but his little brother Nathan came in there and scooped it up. And then uh, Whitey, Whitey uh, excuse me, let me slow down. So Whitey admits inside the car to Keith that, you know, I told Danny that he should focus on his scholarship while his girl's pregnant, which is effed up, Whitey. You know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be a coach, and you're telling them, hey, worry about basketball. Don't worry about your pregnant girl back home in North Carolina. So uh, I guess he really is Humpty Dumpty that fell off that fell off the wall. But Keith tells Whitey, he's like, hey, you did him a favor. You did Karen a favor because I guess Danny's not a good dad, which is, uh, which is you know, which is, which is pretty sad. And I can tell Keith is feeling Karen a little bit. I can tell, which is weird, you know, because that's his, his baby brother's baby mother. And that's Luke's uncle. So imagine, you know, like, oh, you my uncle. You've always been there for me. Well, I was trying to get your mama. But, uh, you know, hopefully that clears up. Now we cut back to Peyton's house. Now this is uh, some wild stuff. Uh, Peyton's house. Nathan pulls up to the crib. He turns off her music because nobody wants to hear this uh, punk rock crap. 
Uh, then he calls her a B-word, and I'm like, oh, snap. And then he goes, no one listens to your loser rock music. And then he asks her, like, look, I'm trying to come out and chill. She goes, I don't want to chill for your boys, pretty much. And she says no. And then Nathan goes, you know what? How about I see you tomorrow? And then she goes, how about you don't see me tomorrow? And he goes, <laughs> and I'm just in like, ooh, what a lot of high school drama, right? And then Nathan comes back with this fire line and goes, oh, that's all right. Because don't, <laughs> wait, excuse me. Let me slow down because this, this scene got me amped up. So Nathan comes back with this fire line and goes, hey, that's fine by me. Like, I don't have options. I was like, dang, like I don't got options. I said, wow, you should be proud I'm talking to you, which is very rude to say to a woman right now. But I guess back in North Carolina, that's what they were doing. Uh, Then he says, sorry, you know, like all dudes, like, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't mean it. It's a lot of pressure on me with the boys being suspended. Then they kiss and make up and they're back in high school. So they go back to school. We come back to school. Uh, Luke's uh, looking at Peyton again like, girl, you almost killed me. But at the same time, I liked it. Uh, Then actually, you know, Whitey walks in and goes, Scott. Let me talk to you. Then they both look up. Both of the brothers look up. And he goes, I want Luke. So he brings Luke to the gym. And Luke is telling him, uh, you know, walks inside there while he's trying to mentor him. And he tells uh, Luke, I got an opening spot on my varsity basketball team. Which is not how you coach basketball. Just let a random kid play basketball, you know, after people have been cut. He goes, I got an opening spot on my basketball team. And Luke uh, gives the ball back to him and goes, hey, man, no. He said, God doesn't watch sports and drops the ball and walks out. But Luke, God does watch sports. God is omnipresent. That means he's here and everywhere else. So uh, we just cut to commercial. Uh, cut to commercial. This commercial was sponsored by uh, Nike Fitness. Well, no, we're not sponsored by Nike Fitness, but it was on through Hulu. So uh, let's see what else happens. Okay, folks, we cut back from commercial. And uh, Worm, but turns out his real name is Skills. Skills and Luke, they have a heart-to-heart at the basketball court. And uh, Skills tells Luke, like, hey, man, you don't belong here, dude. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, you don't belong here, man. And he goes, we're not shooting for teams, bro. We're just shooting for you to have an excuse. And that's the realest thing. I think every Caucasian kid in the suburbs needs that black friend in the suburbs. You know what I mean? I used to be that black dude in the suburbs. You know what I mean? That gave great wisdom. And that was just real, because I, no, <laughs> I haven't seen no other black people in the show or anybody else. But maybe, you know, they, this is only the pilot episode, so who am I to judge, you know? Uh, but he says, like, don't, you know, don't be an outcast anymore, pretty much. And I like Skills. He keeps it real, you know what I'm saying? He keeps it real, and I appreciate Skills. Skills is a real friend. And this is only the pilot episode, so who knows what he's probably going to do down the road and what's happening. Uh, then we cut to Luke's house. Uh, he tries on his jersey. And he's looking at it, he's wearing number three, so that must be something. And his mom catches him with it on. And he goes, oh, mom, mom, someone left it. Someone left it at the door. And she goes, take it off. I said, holy F. So all of a sudden, uh, they go outside. They cut to being outside. Karen's outside. She got a, um, what do you call it? She has those little picture scrapbooks. She got a picture scrapbook in her hand. And she's looking at old pictures of Luke playing basketball. So we can tell Phil, Karen has some feelings about Luke playing basketball, the negative connotation that probably happens because, you know, she got pregnant by the high school basketball stud back in the day. And then we're out there, and they, I think she calms down a little bit. It's only been 30 seconds, but she calms down. And Luke sits there and talks to his mom, and she goes, maybe you should play, Luke. And he goes, you sound like skills. And she goes, no, everyone's right. She goes, my past is not your future. Which is real. For a mom to be like, look, what happened in high school, even though we're in the same town with the same small people, look, you got to live your life, bro. You got to freaking do it. And she said, you need sports. 
She goes, I know she knows a boy needs sports. A boy needs to be out there and play sports. We're just saying for the show, but in general, everyone needs sports, a good team activity. So we cut back to Nathan's house. Nathan's working out with his dad, and they pump him probably 160, 160, 170 in the gym. In the, actually, they're doing it in the living room, not even in the basement. So I guess his house don't got no furniture. Uh, and his dad wants him to live out his glory days. Pretty much his dad is encouraging him to play basketball. And Nathan brings up, like, hey, man, uh, Whitey is talking to your other son, Luke. He goes, for what? Trying to get him to play basketball. And his dad goes, no, you don't need, you don't need Luke. He's going to cut into your minutes, trying to take over the team. And then uh, he goes, this beef is between me and Whitey about a mistake I made in high school. So I was like, I, you know, I think Nathan is a, you know, he's a bad dad, you know. Like, so what? What happened between you and old girl was whatever. But your son, you got both your sons in high school right now. You could have had a, I don't, I don't know what a situation. You could have had a Blake Griffin and his brother. No, nah, because Luke is actually really good at basketball. You could have had someone. You could have had two twins playing basketball. I don't know if they're twins or not. But no, they're not. They one got pregnant at one time. It was by different moms, so they're not twins. So Nathan, you know, he's just, you know, his dad is, uh, Danny's really just effed up. Tell him they don't speak each other like that. And, you know, his dad really is a sucker. Tells him, I want you to go and encourage Nathan, encourage Luke not to play basketball. I'm like, what? What is you doing, bro? Why would you? This is your son you're telling your other son to do. Your son, you're telling your son to tell your other son not to play basketball. And intimidate on the court. So dad's saying, uh, you know, go tell Luke, hi, don't play, which is just effed up. So Nathan, he heads to the park. He tells his boy, like, look, I don't need Luke. No, I can win for a whole bunch of blind dudes in a scrub. That's what I'm doing right now. So they pull up to the basketball court. Nate asks him, yo, what's up, big dog? And Nate Luke's like, what's up? What you want out here? And he goes, what do you want, huh? What do you want besides my girl and my spot on the lineup? I was like, dang, he didn't even ask about your girl yet, but he probably is going to get your girl because the way they look at each other, something must be up. Luke just looks at him. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at him. And all of a sudden, Nathan says, I could beat you anytime, any place, anywhere. You pick the spot. If you beat me, I'll quit the team. And if I win, you have to stay off the team. I'm like, man, I'm really getting this Turlets and Goku vibe. If you're Dragon Ball Z fans or Raditz and Goku. Like, all of a sudden, y'all just, like, you know, now you guys are rivals. Like, what's really going on out here on these on these, these streets of Agrabah or these streets of North Carolina? And then he looks at him and goes, you look, my girl don't want you. My friends don't want you. Nobody wants you. I'm like, first of all, Nathan. <laughs> Your girl won on Big Dog. I don't. I don't. I haven't even watched, but <laughs> your girl won on Big Dog. I can look in them eyes and see that whoever the writers is, like we can tell that something gonna go down. And uh, I like. I like Nathan's car. Nathan got a Honda Civic with the blue lights in there. Typical North Carolina stuff, you know. Some t- typical North Carolina dude in high school showing out. You don't gotta have like a fancy car, but you get a nice little car. You trick it out. You give it funk. You give it brains. That's uh, Andre three thousand. And uh, pretty much I will sum up Nathan is just a jerk-off. That's what the Italian is. Jerk-off, he's just a jerk to his brother. And when he challenges anytime, anywhere, I think something might happen. Uh, we cut to commercial. We come back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we cut to Luke and his girl Haley again. Haley, I don't know how old she is, but she must be like a hipster or she's in community college. She's scared of pigeons and stuff like that and asks what a raven is. I'm like, yeah, this girl probably don't go to school. And... Uh, Luke pretty much wants his pops to, when he's talking to Haley, he goes, look, I want my pops to realize the mistake he made not raising me. And that's some real stuff. He says, I want my pops to realize, you know, the mistake. And he's kind of like feeling like, y'all, maybe I should ball a little bit. And I like that, you know. Uh, Then we cut to Peyton's car breaking down, typical high school stuff. She don't know what to do. Uh, It's just amazing 
how the writers wrote this. All of a sudden, she's a lost, and she's calling somebody to uh, tow her car. And all of a sudden, Luke works at a tow company with his uncle. So it's just it's destiny for Luke to be with uh, Peyton. So I can see why Nathan's jealous a little bit. So uh, Nathan pulls up. Excuse me, Luke pulls up. You know, she's car, her car breaking down. So this is all destiny. Uh, Uncle Luke, he's mentoring. Uncle Keith, excuse me, is mentoring Luke, telling him, like, you should play basketball. This is what you should do. You know, it's a crime that your gift is being hidden in the park. And I like Uncle Uncle Keith, like, encouraging his nephew to play basketball. So we cut to Luke. He gets the phone call. All of a sudden, he pulls up. He pulls up on uh, uh, Peyton. And, you know, Luke's shooting a shot. I respect him. He shot a shot at her. He goes, uh, what did he say? It's me inside your head. And she goes, what? Like, what the freak did you say to me if you don't get out of here with your little corny lines? And he goes, no, the shirt on your on the stickers, that's the the band, means it's me inside your head. And she's like, ignore him. I respect her loyalty to Nathan. You know what I mean? I respect that. She got a boyfriend. She ain't really trying to entertain other dudes. We respect that. We can tell there's some tension between. And she calls Nathan on her little flip razor phone. <laughs> on her flip razor phone. She's like, I need you to pick me up. He goes, I'm at basketball practice. Well, like, I need you to pick me up. And he's like, look, I'm practicing right now, woman. You got to stay. I'll find a way to get home, which is effed up by Nathan. So she's over here and does a dramatic, oh, why are guys so crappy? Ugh. All of a sudden, Luke shoots his shot again. He goes, look, if you got don't got a ride, I can take you. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. And she goes, no, I'm fine. So all of a sudden, you know. I get it. She goes, you know, I'm not going to disrespect your brother or anything else. But uh, Peyton shoots a shot at Luke. She shoots a shot and goes, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, give me. Uh, so, okay. So all of a sudden she says, hey, uh, she goes, looks at Luke and she throws a shot at him and goes, hey, uh, can you tell your dad to give me an estimate um, how much my card's going to be? I'm fine. And he goes, that's not my dad. That's my uncle. And she looks at him like, oh, really? Like, girl, you know the story. Come on, it's North Carolina. In that small little town, everybody know what's going on, that the brothers are brothers, and they know about the woman that work in the coffee shop. You know what I mean? I'm like, girl, how you going to disrespect your, the man, and he's about to give you a ride? Come on, let's be let's be respect. You're disrespecting your brother's brother. You know, even though they don't like each other, but that's your brother's brother. So I'm like, hey, man, she got to catch that. You know, I don't say you got to catch the bus. You know what I mean? I was about to tell her, hey, call the bus. But Luke, being a good guy, you know what I mean? He he turns around. He serves it back to her. He goes, hey, can I ask you a question? She goes, yeah. He goes, why are you a cheerleader if you're the least cheery person that I know? I said, dang, come on, Luke. Come on, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, I like that. I freaking love it. Threw a shot back at her. Luke growing a pair of stones. I like that. So all of a sudden, uh, he takes her. He's taking her back. And all of a sudden, uh, Dan, his dad, pulls up to the dealership, pull up to his big brother dealership. And uh, we cut back to Luke, uh, Luke knowing good and well that Tayton doesn't know how to ride. So, he, you know, he's a gentleman. Again, ask her, do you have a ride? And all of a sudden, we know, like, she yells off, like, oh, my God, why is this guy a jerk? Like, girl, you know he's a jerk. He started a basketball team. He ain't thinking about you. You know, in the fir first 10 minutes of the show, he said that he has options. So he goes, I don't know. And all of a sudden, Luke shoots his side again. And he gives us a little backstory of to their relationship. He said Luke and Nathan used to play basketball together when they were juniors. And then the kids start teasing him on the field. It's like, you know, Luke's, uh, Nathan's dad is your dad. And he didn't know. So he goes back and asks his mom. His mom breaks down and starts crying. And he stops playing basketball because he's like, look, I don't want my mom to go through what she went through in high school. And that's a real, a real dude to know that at like seven or eight years old. Like, look, I'm not going to play because I don't want my mom to feel uncomfortable around my dad and I was like yo that's a, that's a, that's a good kid 
Uh, Luke's a real one. I will say that. He quit basketball, didn't want his mom to be uncomfortable. I like that. But Peyton, you can look at her. She's all smitten with Luke, thinking like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. Like, yeah, this dude's sweet. He's the other. He's the better brother. The better brother. So we cut back to the dealership and uh, to uh, Keith and Danny, the brothers. He's talking to his little brother. Then Luke pulls up and looks at his dad. They look at him. His dad looks startled. And he just throws the keys pissed. And then, uh, you know, Danny says some effed up stuff to his brother, talking about, well, I would have took care of the kid or it financially. Just come on. That's, that's your son, man. Come on now. This is, this is, what type of white rage is this? You know what I mean? So uh, we cut back to Peyton. She's breathing slowly, thinking about Luke. Just breathing. You know how, like, how, you know, those TV shows of girls, like, panting, just thinking, like, wow, I got the wrong one. This guy's blonde. He's taller, sharper. And he knows how to fix a car, and he can read. So I'm, I'm she's thinking, like, maybe I, I got the wrong brother. And then uh, all of a sudden, Luke pulls up on Nathan. I was like, oh, snap, here we go. He pulls up on Nathan and says, yo, tomorrow, 12 a.m. at the riverfront. And if I win, I want something else. I'm like, dang, what you want, big dog? What you want? What you what you what you really, really want? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really. What song is that? Oh, it's uh freak. What's the girl? Mel B. Piper B. What? Oh, uh, British girls. Um, if you wanna be my lover, you got Spice Girls. There it is. Spice up your life. So uh, right now we're uh, in a commercial break. This uh, this commercial is about uh, Geico. They're about to redo the characters again. So we're going we're going to check back in and we're going to finish finish this last thing off. All right, folks, we back back from commercial. And uh, we're, we're cutting to Dan's job. Turns out Dan, he owns a car dealership, and his brother owns, like, a body shop that fixes cars. And then Karen, uh, Luke's mom, pulls up at the job and goes, hey, as soon as he wants to play basketball, now you're back around? I'm like, dang. So I like Karen sticking up for Luke. I like that, doing what a good Southern Bells should do. Uh, and he goes, I said, you only, you only, you only, you're only thinking about the kid. And she says, you have no right to be thinking about them. How dare you? And I like her being like, hey, like, leave my son alone. We've been doing this without you. And all of a sudden, she goes, since day one, we said we didn't want nothing from you. And delivered in fine fashion. I'm like, dang, deadbeat dad alert, deadbeat dad alert. Hashtag deadbeat dad, Nathan. Like, man, you're not even being there for your son, bro. And she says, if Luke wants to play, I want you to leave him alone. And Dan says, Nathan is an all-state player, and he would humiliate your son. And she goes, that's right, Dan, because you already humiliated him enough. I'm like, dang. So, yeah, man, turns out Danny's just humiliating his son out here on the streets of North Carolina. I think it's Wilmington. This is in Wilmington? Yeah, I'm going to Google and find out. Uh, she walks off, and she lets that thing sting for a little bit. And we cut to Nathan's house, and Dan uh, walks up on his son. Nathan has his uh, towel on, getting out of the shower with a nipple ring. And he says to him, if I wanted a daughter, I would have adopted one. And Nathan looks at his dad and goes, so you can abandon her too? I'm like, dang. This is the type of shade uh, in this house, in this show, that I really, I'm like, dang, what the, f these these people are serving it to people just in the pilot episode. So I'm, I'm rocking with this right now. Uh, so Dan tells his son, hey, man, hey, you got to call the game. And he knows because, you know, yo, Luke got my blood too. And Luke is probably going to bust your anus on that field. Oh, excuse me, on that basketball court. But he goes, hey, Dad, some things you got to do, some things I got to do, so I got to do this by myself. So we cut to Keith. They're back at the coffee shop. He's shooting a shot at Karen. So there's definitely some chemistry between Keith and Karen. So I'm thinking Keith probably was like maybe like three years older than them or maybe four years. So he really couldn't 
I really try to talk to Karen when she was in high school because that would have been crazy. But then again, that was in the 50s or the 60s or something, so it probably wouldn't look that crazy back then. Uh, You know, Keith again, you know, sweet-talking Karen, saying that your boy playing basketball is like poetry, just, you know, stuff she wants to hear. And, you know, Haley eavesdrops again, just like a weird hipster girl, just, just eavesdropping. And Karen said it's been forever. And, you know, Keith is just putting seeds in her head, like, you know, I know it's been forever. And then, you know, Haley pops up, they stop talking. Cut to upstairs, they're on the lights, and Haley, uh, she says she cleaned up everything, and her and Luke are having a heart-to-heart. And she goes, you worry too much. Every of you guys worry too much. So I, I, I'm rocking with Haley. Haley's more like, you know, probably a girl who didn't make it to college, so she's at the community college, you know, getting inside high school drama a little bit, but not being inside there. So, you know, she's probably like an older sister, I think. Uh, we cut to Luke. He's suiting up for basketball. He puts on that gray hoodie again. He's got his uh, M&M thing going. And my man from Boy Meets World, turns out his name in the show is Mouth McFadden. And his partner's Jimmy, big boy Jimmy. I shouldn't say that, but big Jimmy Edwards uh, for the one-on-one. They're pretty much commenting the game and realize that Nathan has not showed up. Uh, we cut to Nathan. He's getting ready. Uh, turns out Nathan looks at his girl and goes, what does he win if he wins? If Luke wins, he goes, he gets you. And, you know, you definitely, this is, and this is 2020. You can't be saying that if you win, you get a girl. This is not, you know, this show would not fly right now. And, you know, women are not property and women are not, you know, pieces of meat that you could just rent out or just say, like, you win, you can have them and stuff like that. But at the same time, looking at Peyton's eyes, how she gets like, oh, my God, their boys are fighting on me. I totally, like, love it. <laughs> you can tell Peyton, like, really, I was like, oh, wow, Luke is really fighting for me after just one time I broke my car broke down. So you can tell she enjoys these two brothers fighting over We cut to the basketball court. Mouth is, com- mouth is commenting, asking where Nate is. Everybody's wondering where Nate is. And all of a sudden, Nate pulls up to Pharrell. Burn. Ooh, baby, you want me? Burn. Burn. Slapping out. He got the Honda Civic. I like the Honda Civic. Chip paint. You can tell that dad got money, but he wants his son to work for us. So he got the LED lights at the bottom. Chip paint on the Honda Civic. They pull up like an outlaw. And it's pretty much like the two different types of people. You got Luke's, uh, Luke's friends who probably aren't, you know, uh, hipster friends versus the cool kids at school. And then Mouth says, it's 15 by ones, make it, take it. Next you know it, Luke tells Nathan, I'm going to pull up right here. Pulls up for the 25-footer, whoosh, one zip. Next you know it, Nathan goes, look, yo, I'll let you have those all day. Whoosh, shoots to get them, now it's two zip. Nate pulls up on him, then it starts becoming a game. Nate scores, getting 2-2, two, two. they scoot up. Then, uh, you know, everyone's cut to scene, basket, basket, basket. And all of a sudden, uh, Nathan's backing down his brother, elbows him in the nose. It's 14-12. He's bleeding. Bleeding. Uh, Luke looks at him and goes, hey, man, no foul. What he said, no harm, no foul. He said, but that's the last time you score. And I said, ooh, okay, Luke. Luke is getting into it. All of a sudden, Nathan shook, shakes him a little bit, goes for the game-winning dunk. Luke pins him to the backboard, cuts to Peyton, taking a breath, looking at Luke like, if this blonde Super Saiyan... <laughs> She said, look at him charging up for me. So you can tell she likes it. Like, oh, my God, this blonde dude just went super saiyan for me. Then all of a sudden, Luke whoosh, shoots another three. Next you know, it goes game point. That's 13. All of a sudden, shoots another one. Boom, 14. Nathan looks at him, says game point, shakes his brother, fades away. Boom, game over. Everyone rushes the court. Uh, everyone rushes the court, and then Peyton has a one-on-one with Luke, and she's like, wants to confirm, wants the confirmation, like, was this all over me, was it? And he goes, nah. If I win, Nathan has to stay on the basketball team because I know it'll eat him alive. 
I didn't say eat him alive, but that's me interpreting in my words. And then uh, uh, Nathan calls Peyton. Hey, Peyton, let's go. And then Luke looks at him and goes, I'll be seeing you. Luke is just cold. I love this dude, Luke. Luke is cold as ice. I like this. I like the pilot episode right now. So Nathan comes home, tells his dad, don't worry, your dreams are still true. So I'm guessing his dad's dream is for Nathan to make it to the league because his dad didn't make it. Luke hugs his mama. Peyton goes on the webcam. I don't know what she's doing on the webcam. She just, you know, looks up and Luke is, you know, stalking her, which is what which is what high schoolers, just what we do with technology. You think browsing on someone's Instagram or anything else is a form of stalking. Luke watches her. Luke pulls up to practice, sees Peyton, sees his brother, sees Whitey. Scene ends, cuts to the basketball court. And you know what? For a pilot episode, I really liked it. I really like. I could see why people really f with this show. I could see why it's happening. Uh, we'll review episode two uh, coming up. It took me about a took me about a while to write all these notes and everything else. I like how we just stop. I'm just gonna stop every every time it goes to commercial and just like try to download it all because I I couldn't. I could read all this, but it'd be a long time reading. Like my notes, I probably wrote like maybe I'm looking at my notes right now. Uh, and I'll update, I'll put the notes on the podcast too, what I took down the notes and I'll update the notes and I'll put them on the podcast if anybody wants to, the notes that I've taken care. So look, this is One Man, One Tree in a Hill. This is the actual episode where we actually review One Tree Hill. We reviewed season one, pilot one. There's 22 episodes. So look, this podcast is going to last for a long time. So we're reviewing episodes. Like we said, we got a couple guests. Uh, uh, one of our first guests, one of my friends is coming on. So that's going to be a really good episode. So this is uh, One Man, One Tree. Make sure you download Which Way Is Up. That's on Apple and iTunes. Make sure you download this one. This is on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify as well. And on every uh, uh, listening thing that you can listen to. All right, my name is Jared Waters. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mr. Waters. And the podcast is O O M O T A H. Uh, one Man, One Tree in a Hill. That's all the things for and if you want to email us you can er gmail is o-m-o-t-a-h on a hill if you have any questions that we can review so like i said we're getting better first episode was 17 minutes now we're gradually getting better it's kind of a whole lot easier when you have an objective and we're reviewing episodes or taking notes taking breaks so I, I like this i like what we're doing i'm gonna slow down i've been getting the notes you guys say i talk too fast so i'm gonna slow down you know but i'm by myself so who's gonna stop me Whoo! All right. See you later. Turbo.